America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Here's the best part of the song. And thank you, Curtis Sliwa, for that theme song that he gave to me years ago, and it stuck. Dominic Carter here with you. Good morning. Good Monday morning. In for Brian Kilmeade all this week. We are going to have two hours of nonstop talk with each other, and we have a lot to get to. We're going to open the phone lines right away, and then I'll brief you on hour one what we're discussing. 800-848-WABC. Good morning. 800-848-9222. We're live. We're local. We are on it. I live in Rockland County. Live in Rockland County, suburb of New York City. And my county executive, Ed Day, was quick, swift, and dead on accurate on the migrant issue. No, no, and no. Ed Day was quick, swift, and accurate. No, no, and hell no. And fought the good fight. He was called a racist, but he did the right thing. Ed Day, now, and other county executives should get involved with congestion pricing. Joining New Jersey and Staten Island, this is ridiculous. Take your hand out of our pockets with this fake and phony argument of less traffic. It's only going to get a million times worse. But the first hour, the first hour right now, woke. You know, Black Lives Matter. No justice, no peace. CRT. Put it all in one boat, all in one boat, and sink it right next to the Titanic. It's destroying America, taking away our values, and honoring animal criminals, empowering them. This is what the argument sounds like. Hey, I'm bored. If you're one of these uh, criminals, hey, I'm bored. I need some money. Nah, 
I don't do a nine to five. Not my thing. Hey, I got an idea. Let's go stock up at Lowe's. Let's go steal $2,100 worth of goods. Let's do that. Hey, life hasn't been fair to us. Let's go take other, other people's property. I began where I left off last night. If you listen to me on WABC, you know normally I'm on at nighttime, but the powers that be, management and the Casamitidis family, they have heard you folks, and now here I am dayside. So beginning where I left off last night, a Georgia Lowe's employee, because I'm disgusted by this, 68 years old, 68 years old, she couldn't take it anymore. She attempted to stop shoplifters making off with $2,100 worth of merchandise. And that move has left her unemployed and with a black eye. A 68-year-old woman trying to steal, trying to stop these animals from stealing $2,100 worth of goods. And so on Facebook, on my social media, and by the way, you can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV, at Dominic TV. I will read some of your comments live on the air this morning. You can reach me on Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. So on Facebook, Barb Pace wrote regarding this issue. She says on Lowe's company Facebook page, are comments from people saying to give her her job back, give her a job back, that they will not go into Lowe's again because of how they treated her. And she says there are also comments from customers who have been helped by this woman personally at the store. The store happens to be in Georgia, this Lowe's, about 30 minutes outside of Savannah. I've been to uh, Savannah a few times speaking, as a matter of fact, nice community. But what happened to this woman is absolutely disgusting. She saw three people loading up a shopping cart. Hey, let's go shopping. We don't have to pay. And she says she acted on instinct. I want you to listen to this, folks. One of the local stations, uh, TV stations in Georgia, she's a soft-spoken woman and she says it's her fault, right? So company policy says, as we all know, don't get involved, don't get involved. But you get tired after working a, 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 a hard day, work for a hard day's pay, and you've got these clowns that come in and just feel they have the right to take things. So you're going to hear her voice directly, followed by a detective in that area of Georgia, again, about 30 miles outside of Savannah, and then I will come right back and tell you about our second story that we're dealing with, all incorporated under woke, Black Lives Matter, CRT, and everything else. Put it in a boat, sink it right next to the Titanic. This is the 68-year-old woman who, after 13 years at Lowe's, all she did was try to stop these animals. They hit her in the face three times, and she was fired. It's my fault that I feel bad at the same time. I don't know. I'm emotionally mixed. Two traumatic events 
all at once with being violently attacked and then losing uh, her job, her happiness, her peace, all at the same time. I love my job. Loved. I enjoyed working with the people I work with. I enjoyed helping the customers. I enjoyed everything about it. It was like, you know how you have your perfect job? That one was mine. Her perfect job, 68 years old, 68 years old, and her reward in life for trying to stop these animals from shoplifting, from feeling they are entitled to do whatever they want to do. What happens to her? She gets punched in the face three times, and Lowe's has the audacity to fire this woman. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Story number two right now. And at the top of the hour at 11 a.m., we are going to deal with congestion pricing. And this hour as well, we're going to deal with the migrant issue. The migrant issue. They have the nerve to complain. The nerve to complain that you're only going to get 60 days in the shelter. The nerve, the audacity. Another story. Another story this morning, and we see your calls from Brooklyn to Minneona, Minneola, New Jersey, Saratoga, and Queens. We're going to begin with your calls in just a moment. These are terms that I'm still trying to get used to and to figure out, folks. So a detransitioned boy, detransitioned. Lou, maybe maybe you know what this means in terms of detransition, but I'm just learning all of this stuff. So a detransition boy, right? I guess that means I, I don't know. I don't know. Who was castrated. I know what that means is warning about the dangers of gender affirming care. What is gender affirming care? Perhaps someone can explain that to me. Someone can explain to me detransitioned and gender affirming care. What the hell is gender affirming care, Lou? I have no idea. So a young male who formally identified as a transgender woman who was castrated says that all he has done is become a health care patient for life, for life, can't go back, as part of a gender-affirming case. And this young man, I hope I'm using the right pronoun, is warning others not to follow in his footsteps. He spoke to Fox News. I started the estrogen when I was 16 lived that way until really a couple of months ago, two months ago. Um, and then I got my surgery at 19, my castration. I was expecting it to like help me, help my mental health. Um, and it, it didn't do anything. I, I just wasted so much time. Uh, and all I did really was become a medical patient for life. So I want to make sure I got this right. He had his penis cut off. And he thought it would make him feel better because he felt that he was in the body of a woman and took steps to become a woman. But now he wants to be a man. And this is the case that I make all the time. What happens when you change your mind? 
What happens when I use the pronoun to address you that you want me to use, and then the next day you tell me you're a bird? Then what am I supposed to say? The young man continued. I'm trying to reclaim my manhood now, and everything is hard. I, I have I have breast. I have I have hip development of a woman because I started the estrogen young. I have no no donuts. You know, it's it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. That's that's what the young man is uh, is stating. He says he felt unloved as a man in society and everything. And now he's trying to reclaim his manhood. Thank you very much, TikTok and all the other social media for confusing some of these young people. Let's let's start with your telephone calls right after this break. Right after this break, we see all of your calls. We're going to take your calls. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. We'll be right back. Here's the best part of the song. kill me this week and that's what i'm feeling rock steady how about this rock steady with locking up these animals that are committing crimes how about that let's rock steady that way we see all of your telephone calls from all over the area and i want to read something uh, from my twitter you can reach me on twitter at dominic tv but when you send me a tweet keep in mind i may read it live on the air tony connors says dominic tv lowe's should remember what happened to bud light i say tony amen amen he says uh uh firing a 68 year old woman who tried to stop thieves who are animals and takes a shiner for it question mark question mark expect a drop in Lowe's share price soon home depot wouldn't do this no way i don't know about that part tony i don't know let's go to your telephone calls 800-848-WABC 800-848-9222 dominic carter in for brian kill me this week at the top of the hour we're going to take on congestion pricing and i say all the county executives in the surrounding area should join new jersey and staten island this is ridiculous Let's begin with Judith in Brooklyn. Good morning, Judith. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. So nice to hear you. Uh, is this going to be steady, 10 to 12? No, 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 no. I'm, Brian's back oh. next week. I'm, I'm here just oh. this week. But thank you, Judith. All right. It's a treat for us. Dominic, listen to me. I'm really angry. Listen very carefully. The blame 
for shoplifters and criminality like these uh, fair beaters and whatever is squarely belongs on the shoulders of Alvin Bragg and Kathy Hochul, who she could, she could have fired him, excuse me, and this Carl Hasty and Cousins and all the rest. Don't be, don't, like, don't let them off the hook, okay? They, don't be distracted. Um, this is just a, a result of the people that are responsible for all this, that are, are protecting these shoplifters criminalities and encouraging them. Uh, it's like I don't even blame the shoplifters because they're being protected. Why not, you know? So, uh, so Judith, wait, me, wait, 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 Judith, Judith, yeah. why, why do you think the shoplifters yeah. are being protected? Because they are being protected. Why? Because Alvin Braggs is the one that said that he's not going to charge anything. They could go and take up to $949, no problem. And so <clears throat> this is the kind of stuff they do. Or these fair beaters. Are you talking about Alvin Braggs again? They, they don't protect them. They jump over. These are criminals. A lot of them are doing criminality in the subway. So guess what? You've got people that are afraid to ride the subway. Therefore, there's a loss of money there. I think the amount was like some crazy billions of dollars. So, of course, now the MTA is now going to punish the taxpayers, and they're going to do this outrageous toll because they have, they're not getting any money in the subways. Yeah, they say crime is down. You know why crime is down? Because people are, not, are afraid to go out at night. They're afraid to go anywhere. They're afraid to go to the subways. They're afraid to report anything. It's just crazy. And by the way, in 60 days, watch this, Dominic. In 60 days... Uh, watch what these, I call them illegals, will do here regarding crime. Just watch. Just watch. It's just so out of control every way. You've got to blame, held, hold accountability uh, our politicians and our DAs. And our, what are, they're the ones that are encouraging all of this stuff, okay? New York is like really, really, uh, it's a scary place well, all the way around. And you know what? This woman, this woman should have been rewarded. There's no question. She should have been rewarded. And I feel so bad. Please don't get distracted. You've got to talk about the fact that it's our politicians here, like Alvin Braggs and all the rest, and Kathy Hochul, who could have fired him. All right, she didn't because they just—I don't know—they seem to—they seem to love the chaos. I don't know what to tell you. Terrible. Uh, well, Judith, I'm—I'm I'm going to be. Thank you for the call. I'm going to be completely honest and candid uh, right now because I know the real reason why this is all tolerated. So when you look at what happened in Minnesota, the and no one should die that way. Let's let's start with with that premise, okay? But we're in a day and age where where courtesy of Black Lives Matter, they have made it where if you're a person of color, you're untouchable. Let's be honest about this. I'm not insinuating that it's all black people uh shoplifting. Not not by any means am I stating that. But these stores are scared, these corporations are scared to death to stop these shoplifters, in particular, these African-American shoplifters. Because they the shoplifters know all you have to do is scream racism. That's all you have to say. And the cops have been backed up so much. In the corner, the cops are forced to back up, and the corporations and in and, and all this wokeness, right? And you know, this all started with the MTV generation and what I call the Kim Kardashian effect, and and now here we are where we are right now. And it, it is it is it is horrible. In this case involving Lowe's, it just happens to be 
that the employee is a 68-year-old white woman, and uh, the suspects uh, just happen to be all African-American. Right? I was about to say surprise, but I guess I shouldn't say that. But I already said it, so it is what it is. Let's go to Mike and Yonkers. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Tom, good morning. I, I, we are so far removed from, like, normalcy and what is common sense. I think we on the right should call, and I think you should lead it, Dominic, for a national boycott of Lowe's and give them a taste of their own medicine and and just, you know, just return to a sense of normalcy where they're like, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong, and we have to call it out for what it is. You know, I, I'm not going to do that, Mike, but, but, you, but you're on to something big here. And as you're speaking, Mike, what I'm thinking about, right? So let's look at consequences for a second, just for a second. The 68-year-old woman lost the job. You just heard her voice, her voice trembling. She lost the job that she loves, that she loves going to work every day because she understands the importance, the pride of having a job. And those animals that committed the crime, right? Right. Okay. I should say allegedly, right? But the ones that committed the crime, what, what, what are they going to lose? What, what are they going to lose in all of this? They, 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 they're not going to lose anything. And I was going to say, they're not going to lose anything other than, you know, look, I mean, in, in, in years past, when did, we, when did we decide that it's okay to steal and that the person who tries to stop someone from stealing is the criminal? When did we decide this? Like, how did that happen? Black Lives Matter. That's how it was decided. Black Lives Matter came along redefining what the black family is, excluding, for the most part, males. And Black Lives Matter, frankly, and this is why I don't support it, has poisoned all of America. It, they really have, Mike. Yeah, but but look, right is right and wrong. Black, white, it's got nothing. To, I don't care if you're green with yellow polka dots. It has nothing to do with it. When you have some, when you have people stealing, and a woman per, who's employed at, at the company tries to stop it and loses her job, it's just all turned upside down, Dominic. Agreed. Agreed. It's it, it's completely it's completely uh, upside down. There's no doubt about it. Mike, I thank you for the call. I've got to take a break, folks. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilme. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to Mineola, New Jersey, Saratoga, Queens, and another call from New Jersey. Good morning. We will be right back. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. Normally, it's the midnight hour you hear me. I'll be back again tonight at midnight. But for this week, Brian is off. I'm here with you. Dayside, we are live. We are local. We are on it. 
Talk Radio 77 WABC. Going right back to the telephone calls we are discussing, because I am still furious over this, the Georgia Lowe's employee, 68-year-old woman. She couldn't take it anymore. She acted on instinct. The only thing, only problem that I have with her is that this woman is so honorable, she's saying that it's her fault. It's not your fault, ma'am, that these kids were raised as animals. That's not your fault and that it's tolerated that they can shoplift whenever they feel like it, as often as they feel like it. That's the fault of Black Lives Matter and CRT and all of that nonsense. We're talking about the Lowe's employee, the 68-year-old woman, on instinct. The two guys and a woman are walking out of the Lowe's about 30 minutes uh, uh, outside of Savannah, Georgia, and she put her hand on the cart. She couldn't take it. Instinct, she tried to stop them. It goes against company policy. They punched her in the face three times. She had a black eye. Now she's unemployed looking for another job. The the criminals are probably doing what they always do. They'll wake up about 2 o'clock, don't want to go get a job. They'll go steal from another store. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're discussing that. We are also talking about, and I am still having a hard time with all of these terms. It, I, I I have a, uh, a a hard time. So the transition boy, right? Whatever. I guess that means he was transitioning towards being a woman, but he's been castrated, and he's warning about the dangers of gender affirming care. At the top of the hour, we're going to deal with congestion pricing. I say all of the county executives should join New Jersey and Staten Island. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous what the state is looking to do. A number of calls here. So I see Patricia in New York. It says on my screen that Patricia disagrees with WABC news people calling shoplifters animals. Let's hear her out. Good morning, Patricia. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I listen to you 24-7. I have you on all day long, all night long. And I I love animals. I've had 25 dogs in my life. And I know you lost a little puppy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think you need to use another term for, for these terrible people that are doing this kind of thing. I agree with you. They're horrible. But I just object to the word animals because everybody loves animals. You know what, everybody Patricia? Loves- You're right. You're right. When when I get home, my my cat Beyonce is gonna come up to me. I know Beyonce is gonna rub his head. I still don't know what that means, but he's gonna rub his head on my uh, on my pants leg. And I'm trying to is that his way of saying he loves me? But 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 Patricia, yes. I hear you on I hear you on the point because my cat Beyonce, my my late dog Dolce, they they're not going Dolce. around robbing people. They're not they're not right. taking stuff. You know, you feed right. them. They love you unconditionally, and that's that. So, Patricia, right. help me out. These people that are lower than low, right? So, Bob Grant, if, if, if Bob was still here, he would say these maggots, but Bob is no longer with us. So, what? So, what should I call them? Help me out, because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna refer to them as a regular. Maybe because maggots. Not. Maybe maggots is a good name for them. I mean, there's, you got to find another name. But dog animals, everybody loves animals. They're abusing animals like horrible. 
these kind of people abuse animals. You know what, Patricia? I, I forgot all about that. That's right. The the abuse of animals. All you have to do is look online for the videos. Right. Right. That's right. that's that's all you have to do is look online and, and the videos are there for you to see. Patricia, thank you for the call. If you figure out a name and maybe some of you can help me in terms of what these uh, shoplifters uh, should be called. You, you made this woman lose her job. I know you don't care. You think you're entitled to free things. That's why your life is in the situation that it's in right now. Because you always thought you had the shortcut. And as the kids say out on the street, you played yourself. And now for the rest of your life, you're trying to get over. Everybody owes you something for the rest of your natural life. Well, once we're done with this phenomenon called Black Lives Matter, you're going to see that nobody doesn't owe you a damn thing. Let's go to Bob in New Jersey. Good morning, Bob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? Good, good. Go right ahead, Bob. Dominic, I'd like to address the transgender issue. Wait, wait, Bob, are you on speaker? Are you, Bob, are you on speaker? Okay, because it sounds very, it's very hard to understand you, but go ahead, Bob. All right, any better now? It sounds a little better, but go ahead, go ahead. All right, I'm having trouble coming to terms with this. Why is there such a push by the teachers' union, the teachers, the media, and our government, our federal government? So this, I'm not a conspiracy uh, theorist at all. But I start to wonder, is this part of the great global reset and Bill Gates' population control? Well, I, 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 Bob, I think you know the answer for why this is going on. Everybody wants to be cool politically, right? So you, you, you have the Black Lives Matter situation, and, and Black Lives Matter reset everything. It reset civil rights. It reset law enforcement. It reset uh, issues in the gay community. So if you stand up on any of these issues, if you stand up on any one of those issues, you are considered not cool. So the Democrats, why do they tolerate it, Bob? You know why the Democrats tolerate it. I'll let you answer that one, Bob. Why do you think the Democrats tolerate this stuff? Well, votes. Uh, there you go. This is part of Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter uh Elimination of the global. There, there you go. There you go. And folks, you know, the truth of the matter is, uh, I, I, and I, I always promise to be honest with you folks. So Biden, who ran the campaign from his basement, right? He goes, you know what? It doesn't matter what Kamala said about me in the past. Kamala, I love you, Kamala. I want you to be my running mate, Kamala. Well, 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 what, what's, what's your qualifications, uh, Senator Harris, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Bob, thank you for the call. It doesn't matter. Kamala, I just love you, and I think that you and I can be a wonderful ticket. And guess what? It worked. It worked. I don't think it's going to work this time around because Americans are tired of her laughing, and I think most of us, with all due respect to the President of the United States of America, feel sorry for him to a degree because it's time to go sit down somewhere. Maybe go sit down at the house in uh, in Delaware on the beach. With all due respect, Mr. President, it, it's, ti- it's time to move on. And Trump is standing in the wings, and Trump is ready to go. And frankly, he's the only one that I see that can return America immediately and the world, not just America, 
to 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 a semblance of where we were of of where of where we we were it's a it's a difficult situation thank you for that call we see all of your calls i'm dominic carter filling in for brian kill me this morning when we come back when we come back we will go to uh let's see here we'll go to max in port washington we're going to go to north new jersey long island Queens, saratoga Mineola and Staten Island. the music this morning i'm a big beyonce fan curtis lewa i don't care what you say and don't start talking about her thighs she's gorgeous beyonce is gorgeous i better stop now i was about to say something else about if jay-z wasn't in the picture but lou uh i I don't think my pockets are uh, you think i got a shot lou you think i got a shot I don't think so, Lou. I, I, I don't think so. Curtis Lewa. You know, folks, let me tell you something about Curtis Lewa. <laughs> Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. And uh, I, I arrived this morning about uh, 8 a.m. And I'm thinking this is one day I'm going to beat Curtis Lewa arriving. He's not going to be here. I know he was on at 715 with Sid. But I'm thinking to myself that he, after his long weekends that he does every weekend on the air, I'm saying to myself, I'm going to beat him in the studio today. Today, I'm going to win. I'm going to beat the great Curtis Lewa. I walk in. He's got his papers all set up. <laughs> he's listening to the radio. And he looks at me like, where you been? Where you been? So Curtis is all set and ready to go rip and read coming up in about an hour and five minutes. I'm going to figure out a way where I can arrive to work before Curtis does. I know you're saying good luck with that. And Curtis, I love you, but leave Beyonce alone. I like Beyonce. I think she's very talented. That's the word I'm looking for. So I'm looking at my Twitter and um, I'm going to your telephone calls. Adam and Mineola has been holding on for a while. So I'm going to get to Adam. He wants to discuss Biden. At the top of the hour, we're going to take on after news headlines, the issue of congestion pricing. I haven't even gotten to the migrants yet, right? Isn't it amazing? I'm fleeing political persecution. I have to get to America. And then once you get here, you're going to tell the mayor and everybody else what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept. And you haven't paid one dime for anything. While the rest of us are paying for it and some of us are going under, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're fleeing political persecution. 
If you believe that, folks, I've got a bridge to sell you. It's called the Brooklyn Bridge. So, Sugar B, thank you for your lovely comment. Sugar B says, what a great way to start my week. Wishing you a super Monday, Dominic. Love that you played the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin. Rock steady. Lose the one that actually did that, Sugar B. Our friend Miguel, New York City Latino, says, oh, a couple a couple of, uh, when I said what should we call these shoplifters and the people that are committing crimes, uh, Miguel says, I have the word for these bums stealing. Call them BLM thugs. I like that, but it's not strong enough. David Hun says, call them parasites, roaches. I like that. Vermin, degenerates, scumbags. He goes on and on and on. David, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you, David. I like what you say. Stella Dragon number seven says, how about calling them monsters? It says animals are noble. She says animals are, I think it's a she. Animals are noble. Monsters are not. They are what they are. I agree with you on that point, but monsters is not. It's not good enough. I, I'm I'm sort of where David is, where he said parasites, roaches, vermin, degenerates, and scumbags. That's where I am. Let's go to Adam and Mineola. Good morning, Adam. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, sir. I switched my subject. I don't want to talk about Biden. I want to talk about the thievery that you're talking about. Okay, go for it. First of all, I know plenty of white guys that boost and steal and sell stolen property for profit. They're, they're on drugs, and they go in stores, and they steal and come out and sell you their merchandise for a third of what it costs, sir. Fair right enough. here in Nassau County, Nassau County, New York, Minneola, that area, sir. So it's not just black people. It's all people that's the drug addicted. It's the fences that buy the stolen property. People buy stolen property. They love to buy stolen property at a discount rate, sir. Correct, so correct. Adam, thieves, Adam, Adam, yes, you, you, you're yes, correct. You're, you're correct in your assessment, right? But in the situation in Georgia, it's a white employee, the 68-year-old woman, and all the suspects just happen to be African-American. So I agree with that. I've seen that. I've seen the same thing you've seen. Mm-hmm. I I got, I, I'm telling you, I know white people that go in stores and say they don't even look at them. This is why they do it, because they don't look at them. They look at the black people. So they get over all the time and come out and sell you the merchandise that you want for a discounted price, sir. Mm-hmm. And so so that makes it okay? It, it makes it unokay for anybody to do that, sir. I'm just mm-hmm. letting you know mm-hmm. that I'm, you know, I'm in New York and I'm living, you know, I'm living reality. I'm not. It's not just black people that steal. It's everybody that tries to steal, especially if they're on drugs. Okay, so why? Well, you have them doing anything. So, Adam, you mentioned drugs. Why else do you think people are stealing? Well, they probably can't afford it, and so you just go take what you want. No, I'm not agreeing with none of that, sir. Mm-hmm. I work every day. I, I can, t- I can day. tell, it's I can tell that. in your voice that you work every day. I hear it's it. It's just that you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you, most of the people that steal, they, 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 they don't want to work, or they're on drugs, or a combination of both. Right, and it's not, it's not good for the rest of us, Adam. I, I've got to toss to a break. And Mineola, but I do appreciate your call. Thank you, Adam, and you have a lovely day. Best wishes to you and your family. Folks, Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. We are going to take a break for news headlines. When we come back, the issue of congestion pricing. It's a scam. They got their hands in our pocket, 
and I'd rather listen to Beyonce, right? Lou, I want to listen to Beyonce, right? Right? What, what, what's, what's the beat there? We'll be right back, folks. For Brian Kill Me this week. I'm here with you until the top of the hour. That's when Curtis Lewa will come in. I am going to discuss the issue, the scam of congestion pricing. Very soon. But a number of you have been holding on. And I want to get to some of your calls. Uh, many of you are livid over what happened to the 68-year-old woman the former Lowe's employee who who dared to grab the cart of three shoplifters. She was hit in the face by them three times, black eye, and fired by Lowe's. So I'm going to take a few more calls, and then I'm going to pivot to congestion pricing. Let's say good morning to Russ. Russ in White Plains, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Thanks very much for keeping me up on the dial. I don't go down the dial anymore. I'm going to stay at 770 at 10. Well, fantastic. But Thank you. What happened, to, what happened to the two men and the female that assaulted this Lowe's woman? I guess they're related, uh, so they must have been arrested, correct? I've seen mugshots, so mm-hmm. I'm going to make the assumption. But but I, but I don't know if those are previous mugshots. I mean, you what? know, oftentimes this is not the first time that these individuals have been arrested. Right. Well, so they know who they are. So some other people must have intervened or they got some information. But I've heard people say that the woman should have been promoted or given a raise. That would encourage more intervention by hero wannabes. And I want to ask you, Dominic, if that 68-year-old woman had a little knife in her hand, and I guess it was the female that punched her. We can agree on that, right? The, but I don't know. I don't know which one of the three punched her, but go ahead. Well, I mean, two grown men aren't going to punch her. A, a, a young female would do that. You know, she could she could take on another female and feel justified, even though she's not. But if that 68 woman had plunged a knife into those shoplifters for a couple of thousand dollars worth of merchandise, would you that be justified or should she face a grand jury and appears? Well, to answer your question directly, Russ, if it's yeah. the individual that punched her in the face, she mm-hmm. has every right to stab them if she had a knife. Yes. But it still goes so, against company policy to even you know, intervene. 
I understand that. That's why the you know she broke the rules. She was there for twelve whoa, whoa, years. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. The the worker broke the rules. Well, if she was there for twelve years and this 13. never happened before, okay. If she was there for a long time and this never happened before, and as you said, she lost it. She lost her composure. The message shouldn't be, you know, the next Lowe's employee should do the same thing. She must be terminated, and that is obvious to me. If you don't think in a superficial way like these people that go right is right, wrong is wrong, things aren't black and white like that. There's gray areas. So, Russ, 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 I think you know I I love your calls. But, Russ, what what you're telling me only emboldens these animals. That's what what you're telling me right now. mm -hmm. If they're listening to this radio station right now, they're saying, you tell them, Russ, you go, Russ. We have a right to steal. Society has not treated us well. We're (laughs) African-American. We can steal and nobody should do anything about it. They'll go to Russell's bodega first, I'm sure. But, Dominic, I think this problem is a lot bigger than that. I think it goes back to broken windows and this kind of crazy yin-yang back and forth with broken windows. Now it's gone 180 the other way. But thanks a lot, Dominic. I love your show, man. Thank you, Russ. I really do appreciate your call. I want you to have a wonderful day for me. So, folks, the issue of congestion pricing, right? So, as I mentioned last hour, quick and swift on the migrants. He was called a racist, but he did the right thing. And I live in Rockland County, and those were the actions of my county executive, Ed Day, when on the migrants, he said, no, 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 and no. And, And most Rockland residents said, Thank you very much, County Executive, for standing up for us. We pay $20,000 a year and north in terms of property taxes, and nobody wants to see the value of their home go down for a migrant. I said it, I mean it, and that's the way it is. You know, you have these bleeding heart liberals. Oh, spend forever. Spend every dime on the migrants. Why? Why? Why would you do that? But Ed Day did the right thing on the migrants. Now, he needs to do the right thing on congestion pricing. Congestion pricing is going to kill Manhattan. Remember I told you that, folks. I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to Governor Phil Murphy on the Cats Roundtable with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, and, of course, New Jersey and now Staten Island have joined forces in suing against congestion pricing. I know that the uh, MTA has six people involved uh, and uh, to to make the decision on congestion pricing and nobody from New Jersey was represented. And uh, just for the record, it was uh, John Banks, president uh, of the real estate board, uh, John Gusto, uh, the uh, Long Island Federation of Labor, John, uh, John Samuelson, Elizabeth Velez, uh, Carl Weisberg, Kathy Wilde, and they were all involved, and I don't understand why New Jersey wasn't called to be part of that uh, uh, meeting. Nor, nor do I. Um, and by the way, we have—I I know some of those folks personally have enormous regard for the likes of John Samuelson and Kathy Wilde, who we do a lot of good work with. But the fact of the matter is, uh, if if this were a normal, you know, take away the pandemic reality, we have a couple of hundred thousand commuters. Go into into Manhattan every day, so we're we're not sort sort of some fly spec here, and the fact of the matter is uh, we're not going to take it. 
um, and we're going to take legal action uh, as we have today, uh, and uh, we, we will not relent. This just isn't right. And Governor Murphy, you are correct. It's not right. It's not fair. It, it's going to lead to massive traffic problems. And at what point do you take your hand out of our pocket? How much more do you think we can take as you take every dime we have and literally give it to migrants? And now you're pushing congestion pricing. I want you to listen to Staten Island Borough President Vito Fasella, who has joined forces with New Jersey. To sit here and then say to the people of Staten Island that you're going to pay more and your air quality is going to be worse doesn't make any sense. And Mr. Fasella is correct. He's correct. So why why would people go along with this? We're being force fed this idea of congestion pricing. In a, a minute, I'm going to go to uh, our friend Gracie in Rockland County. But let's go to John right now in Westchester. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. The thing that, that, the thing that chaps me is the fact that the, a lot of the legislators in the Assembly, the New York State Assembly and the Senate, just voted to give themselves a $30,000 per year pay increase. And they're hitting us with a six to $8,000 per year additional tax. And that's crazy. And it's crazy. And, John, there's no other way to put it. Thank you for the call. It's absolutely crazy because you're right, John. At the end of the day, it amounts to basically a tax. Let's go to BJ in Queens. Good morning, BJ. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I love you. I don't wait on the phone for an hour for nobody. Well, thank you. Thank you, BJ. I appreciate that. Love right back at you. Go ahead. Here's what we have. We have bunny rabbits hopping over the turnstile, people going over the bridges, not paying their toll, just blasting through the tolls. You have these motorbikes uh, that are kamikazes that zoom all over the city. You have these Mexican uh, 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 or these, these guys blasting music like lunatics. And what this is, Dominic, this, this tax, this is a tax on the working poor because I see all manner – I used to see sketchy people hop the turnstile. I don't see sketchy people hopping the turnstile anymore. It's everyone. It's people in suits. It's people going to work. It's it's kids going to school. They're just not paying the fares. Now, people would be willing to pay a few bucks, although very painfully willing, if, if the laws were enforced. They're not enforced, and we get screwed. And this is a plan, in my opinion, and this is just my humble opinion, of the rich trying to depopulate the city so they can drive down the real estate prices and get rid of people that are working poor that are really having a tough time as it is so that this city becomes a city of very very wealthy who can afford to pay without blinking an eye all of these these uh taxes and that's what they really are their taxes and and a slave class that'll ha- that'll help them keep the city running people that barely barely live that's why they're coming up with all this affordable housing all over the place and they're hiding all these people in these neighborhoods and such and letting in all these migrants this is what's going on my friend well, let, let's say I agree with uh, many of the things that you just said, BJ. Why, why would they do something? I'm just asking you, maybe it's a rhetorical question. Why would they do something that's going to make all of us pull our hair out in terms of increasing traffic? That's all it's going to do is increase traffic around 60th Street. You're going to move it from Midtown to, to the point 
of where this starts around 60th Street. Why would officials do that? Real estate, real estate, real estate. Real estate is king in this city. Oh, it always has. It runs everything. It's bigger than American Express. It's bigger than everybody. Not one drop of concrete doesn't get poured unless Joey Bag of Donuts says so. And that's what's going on. They're trying to bring people back. But uh, what they're really doing is accepting a reality, and that is is people aren't coming back. Uh, so, so if you want to change this, if you want to turn the, turn the canoe before it goes over the falls, you can vote this, this, uh, uh, this November. You can try that. Otherwise, the only option we have left, my friend, is to vote with our feet. Right, and either way, either way, uh, the city, the city loses. And I, I just, I thank you for the call. And I apologize, you weren't hold uh, that long, PJ. Um, it, it, this shouldn't happen. Congestion pricing. There, there really is no upside. I'm tired of the argument. The MTA needs, needs, needs. Tell your executives that they got to ride mass transit like the rest of us. That you don't continue to get uh, cars that are updated every couple of years, and then you hit the taxpayers up for, we need more money for the subways. We need more money for this. How about this, MTA? Make sure people pay the fares when they should. I know that won't solve all your problems, but it, it'll bring in uh, a few million. How about you enforce the fact that you should pay for the ride? Instead of, folks, if you want to see how bad the situation is, stand at any bus stop any bus stop throughout the city and just watch and see how many people walk onto the back of the bus. That's all you have to do to see what's going on. Dominic Carter in this week for Brian Kilmeade. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to Brooklyn, Gracie and Rockland County, the Catskills, New Jersey, Ridgewood and Philadelphia. We'll be right back. Good morning. When the day the ladder hit up, Seems impossible to face When someone else instead of me Always seems to know the way Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be Carter here with you all this week, 10 a.m. to noon, in for Brian Kilme, who has the week off. A number of topics we are dealing with. Lou, I love the music. Love the music, Lou. Congestion pricing. Congestion pricing. Right? I can't even get the words out. 
as soon as I heard about congestion pricing, the first thing I said to myself was, which rocket scientist came up with this idea? Which one came up with this idea? Former Governor David Patterson, also appearing with our owner-operator John Katsimatidis, says, whoa, slow down on congestion pricing. One, business hasn't fully recovered from the COVID pandemic. And so you're going to take businesses that are struggling, that haven't recovered, and to quote Governor Patterson, quote, it's going to be a problem. Patterson says, but the biggest problem of all is its name is congestion pricing. To have congestion pricing, you have to have congestion. I agree with the governor. It's a big mistake, a big mistake. I'm looking at, if you get a chance, check out Miranda Devine's story in the uh, New York Post. Hunter Biden put then-Vice President Dad on the phone with business associates over 24 times. I wonder what they were talking about. This is according to the ex-partner's testimony, right? So the truth is, Hunter Biden... And President Biden, if you're a journalist, if you're someone like me, they are the story that keeps on giving, right? It's it's called legs. So we know you start with A as a journalist, but you can end up all the way to Z dealing with the Bidens, right? But here's the problem. The media won't cover anything negative, the mainstream media, as it relates to Biden. How about this? One set of rules. We have to have one set of rules. If Trump sneezes and it's viewed as negative, it leads. It leads the television newscasts. It leads the newspapers. It leads everything. Everything. No matter what surfaces as of late as it relates to President Biden and his son, the media goes, what controversy? I don't see a controversy. You see a controversy? Why? Because the media is doing everything in their power to stop Trump. One set of rules. That's all I ask for. The same rules. The same way you cover Trump, cover Biden. The same way you cover Trump, cover Hunter Biden. How about that? Seems seems fair and reasonable to me, folks. Gracie, Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. Our voice of reason. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, Dominic. Terrific, terrific show. Uh, Unbelievable. Number one, a rose by any other name will smell so sweet. Uh, Will still stink. So whether it's vermin or cockroach or parasite, it doesn't matter. Let's just, uh, not us, but them, play games with words and never get to the root problem. So you're talking about, you're talking about a name for shoplifters involving with this woman in, uh, in Georgia outside of Savannah. Right. Then we have people like Russ. They could twist anything to make people like us be the wrong people. And and they con people to believe that we're wrong and they're right. Now, in order for us, in order for them to be happy with us, we have to agree to all their 
craziness. That's the only way we're ever going to find unity, according to those people. Because I am so tired of listening to people saying, oh, we have to get together, we have to this, that. Their wanting to get together is changing my mind, not giving a little. And I'm really upset about that. And also what you said about Trump, you're the, you're the first one that said he's the only one that could save us. We wouldn't have been in this mess if he would have gotten elected. And, and he knows what's in the swamp because he worked with those people in real estate in New York, New York State, and national. And therefore, any Republican who hates him, I have no use for them. And Dominic, as usual, rest up, take some vitamins so you're hot for tonight. <laughs> Good night, you. my love. Thank and you. I love Beyonce, too. Oh, Bye-bye. Thank you, Gracie. Of course, Beyonce, my cat. And, um, you know, cats, they're so... Lou, they're, they're so different, right? So I go to the store. I mentioned I was at Five Below, right? So I buy my cat a toy with a feather on top, and the, the treats come out of the uh, toy. And so my wife, Marilyn, and I, we're trying to get Beyonce into the toy, and Beyonce looks at us like, leave me. And he won't play with the toy. All Beyonce wants to do is go in the backyard and eat grass, and then when he eats grass, he throws up all over the house. I don't know if it's uh what what cat hairs or whatever they call it, cat balls. I don't know. Does anybody have a perfect solution for that? Because I I could use it as it relates to uh to my cat uh Beyonce. We are taking your telephone calls. We're talking congestion pricing up to the uh top of the hour. Let's go to Alice in Orangeburg, New York. Good morning, Alice. What's on your mind? Good morning, Lou. Great music. Dominic, great show. Thank you. I just want to tell you, my son is leaving. Uh, he's leaving this area because he can't afford to live here. He is a plumber's assistant. They deal in steam and water and sewer. And he's all over the city with projects. And you're losing a great worker. His girlfriend just got her paralegal. You're losing a great worker. They don't want good working people in the city anymore. It, you know, Alice, it's 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 insane because because if if you uh, if you're a migrant, oh boy, if if you're if you're a migrant, you can get the red carpet, you can get the free housing, the food, the medical treatment, and let's be honest, Alice, uh, the amount of women migrants that are getting pregnant right about while we speak right now so that they can continue to get the services. But someone like your son that's working in plumbing or his girlfriend, we're running them away and, and they're taxpayers. Somebody's got to pay the bill. Somebody right. has to pay the bill, Alice. Yep, absolutely correct. And how does that make you feel that your son is going to leave? He can't afford it. I'm I'm with team leave, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Alice, thank you. Thank you for the call. I like that. Alice in Orangeburg says she's with Team Leave. Get the hell out of here. 
We are going to take a uh, break, folks. Uh, lots of calls. We're going to try and get to them. Richard in Philadelphia has been on hold for a while. We'll get to him. We're going to go to Barbara in Ridgewood, beautiful Ridgewood, New Jersey. Joe in Westchester. Maria in New Jersey. Chris in the Catskills. Rufus and Tom Rivers. Alex in Brooklyn. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. I'll be right back. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade this morning. We're taking your telephone calls up to the top of the hour. At noon, we'll have news headlines, James Flippin, Bill O'Reilly, and then, of course, Curtis Lewa with the rip and read. Let's go to Pamela. Pamela in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning. Um, for your Beyonce, um, Kat have to throw up in order to get rid of hairballs. Otherwise, it can become an issue. It's a natural thing. Now, to assist them, you put a dab of Vaseline on the an area of their back where they're going to groom themselves so that they're, you know, not upset by it. You don't shove it in their mouth or anything. So when, just a little bit, and when they, every so often, and when they groom themselves, they swallow the Vaseline and the hair gets all caught up in the, in the Vaseline and they either, you know, go to the bathroom or will vomit and get rid of the hair in, in their system. Now, if they're mm. eating grass, um, it, that could be like a neurotic thing or like dogs. When they eat grass, a lot of times it's because their tummy's bothering them. And um, it's kind of a natural thing where they they eat eat it and then they vomit. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. They're just getting rid of whatever's bothering them in their digestive tract. But, of course, you've got to watch what they eat and if there's pesticide on it or God knows what. So, on Pamela, it. so one more time, take some Vaseline and put it in an area where my cat, Beyonce, happens to lick constantly. Exactly, like their back. I usually put it mid-back, you know, where they can reach and where they lick themselves. Mm -hmm. So that they don't even notice it. When you pet them, you just put it on your hand and you don't make a big deal out of it and just dab it on them. And then when uh, they lick themselves, it just goes into their system and collects the hair. Because they have a natural thing where they will collect hair and it will roll up in balls. And sometimes they, they have a problem if they don't get rid of those hair balls. So Whenever my cats vomit, as long as it's not an infection or anything, and a lot of times you can see the hairballs come out. You know, they're rolled up in a ball, and uh, 
that's a good thing. It's get, yeah. They're getting rid of the hair balls. Well, and Pamela, if you have, go ahead. If you go have ahead. A, a cat that's really, really thick-haired, you know, like one of those type of cats, get a rake. They call them a rake. It's a longer combing brush, and you've got to do the uh, brush them at least once a week to get the extra hair out. Ah, so okay. Yeah. So, so like Pamela. I, I have a, a Russian, uh, I have a uh, Maine Coon and um, a uh, Russian uh, Blue. And they have undercoats, so I groom them at least definitely once a week, and in the summer, if not more than once a week. And wow. it's called a rake, about, wow. it's about an inch, and you, you'll be surprised what, what comes off of them. <laughs> well, Pamela, you, you said that, and we're going to get back to the other calls in a second. You said to look at the, the mess and see if it's a hairball. I can't look at the vomit because guess what's going to happen if I look at the vomit? I'm I'm gonna the cat would have would have walked away and I'm gonna be the one uh, regurgitating uh, at that point. But Pamela, some some great advice there. I I promise that I'm that I'm going to uh, that I'm going to uh, do it. And I'm looking at a text right now, uh, Pamela, from my wife Marilyn, and she says, "Quote: I guess we're using Vaseline, so there'll be a ton of Vaseline around the house today." Pamela, thank you. You know, it's interesting, though, Pamela. Let me just say this: so with my cat Beyonce, right? I I feel that we should love the animals that 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 exist, the rescue dogs and so on. So one day near the pool, it was raining real hard. This is what I believe ten years ago, and next to the pool heater, it was raining really hard. It was dark. Was this kitten? And the kids found the kitten, and they brought the kitten inside, and I said, let's keep the cat. And Marilyn said, I don't want a cat. I said, let's keep the cat. I don't want a cat. Get that cat out of here. Get that cat out of here. This is what I had to listen to, right, overnight. I don't want a cat. By the next morning, she had went out and bought some milk, and that's when I found out it was a myth that cats drank milk because he was throwing up. He was a kitten, and that's thus is Beyonce. So we didn't know his sex for a while. You folks may have heard the story the other day about uh, a monkey or an ape. They thought it was a boy. Oops. He gave, he, she gave, maybe, maybe they're transgender. They gave birth the, the other day. So thank you. Thank you for that call. Let's go to Richard in Philadelphia. Good morning, Richard. What's on your mind? Dominic. Good morning, Dominic. If the mayor doesn't have no more room at the end, tell him to send him to Philadelphia. All the illegals, the city is giving them house and vouchers and really? everything else. And since they don't work, they're going to probably pay for the utilities and the furniture to fill the house up. So, so wait. So if an American uh, that happens to be a New Yorker comes to Philadelphia, you got to go through the system like everybody else. Yeah. And, and good luck with that. But if you're a migrant, you can come and have the red carpet rolled out. Thank you. And you know what's a sad point about it? They don't have the money to vouchers for the homeless and the family who are homeless, but they have it for the illegals. I can't figure that out. But right. American-borns are becoming second-class citizens in this country. But you know what? Hey, Richard, thank you for the call. We're not second class when it comes to paying taxes. That's what the funny the funny part is in all of this. Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Dominic, Alicia, my cat, wanted me to call you and tell you that we just brush her, you know. So if it's a fur ball, which Marilyn can tell you because she'll see the fur in it, you really you don't need to use Vaseline. Just brush Beyonce, get a good brush, you know, 
somewhere and make sure you brush her at least once a week. I do Alicia a few times a week and that stops the fur ball. Before you do the Vaseline on her, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I, I hear you, Tony, and, and send my regards to Alicia and tell Alicia that Beyonce says hello. Tony, thank you as always. On the issue of congestion pricing, I'm going to talk to Joe in Westchester in just a moment. But first, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to Joe in Westchester. We're going to go to Brooklyn, Tom's River, Catskills, New Jersey, and Ridgewood. We'll be right back. with you talk radio 77 wabc filling in for brian kilmeade i'm here until the top of the hour curtis leeway is literally standing right outside the studio waving his hands all excited and ready to go all excited and ready to go somebody do me a favor get curtis's attention for one second and ask him to come in the studio for one second for one second here Curtis Lee turn talking to Noam Layton. Curtis, come in for a second, please. Get on the mic, please, Mr. Sliwa. So they're, they're playing the song, Lose Plane, I think, crossing 110th Street, right right up your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So, 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 I thought that today, I thought today I would win. I thought I would beat you to work. And I walked in, and you had been here for hours. And this was at 8 a.m. in the morning. That's right, and I was on 110th Street. You're going to see a video that I'm posting after 12 when I do the rip and read. I'm in front of a park bench, the northern boundary of Central Park, right down the block where the migrants had a riot just hours before that, where they were beefing with black people in the neighborhood and and actually knocked one through a plate glass window. And I'm asking the mayor, how come these black people, our people, our American people are sleeping on park benches and you're putting these illegal aliens two blocks away? I, I wish people could see the look on your face right now. Is it fair to say you're disgusted? Disgust. This is my most powerful video yet. You got to go on my Twitter. You got to go on Curtis Facebook. It'll be up after 12. After 12. Now, you will look at this and say, what a disgrace. And I look in the camera and say, Eric. Black people elected you mayor. They should be first in line. You put him to the back of the line. And it's all true, Dominic. You know that's true. So He is the mayor of the illegal aliens. So you you and Adams, are you two ever going to see eye to eye? We're like two scorpions in a brandy glass. Get ready for round two, 2025. And if there are any Republicans who want to challenge me in a primary, bring it on. Bring it on. Wait, so you're going to run again? Damn right. Someone's got to save this city before everybody moves out. The only ones left here will be illegal aliens. And that Bruce Blakeman in Nassau County goes, I don't want to fight congestion pricing because everybody will stay in Nassau. You know, you can't even chew gum and think at the same time, Bruce Blakeman. Get on board and fight congestion pricing. Oh, my God. So wait, 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 wait. Who's this? Who's this? This That's the county executive in Nassau County. No, no, no. Who's this? 
You know, Dominic Carter, your complexion is your protection. Oh, oh that sounds that? like Who's vintage that? Curtis Lewa. <laughs> That's right. The McWhitey Whitey, the snow bro, the Caucasian persuasion. Hey, last question, Curtis. Yes. I know you're getting ready for your show. Yes. You do everything, right? You you do everything, right? Can you rap? Can, can I can I get free fifteen seconds of freestyle? I will Curtis never Lewa? do an Eminem rap because the one time he dropped the N bomb, he thought he was hip happening. He was in Detroit Motown. He dropped the N bomb, and Dr. Dre had to save his life. The brothers were like, "I'm gonna kill you, cracker." <laughs> As you can see, folks, Curtis Lee was all. All set and ready to go. Thank you, Mr. Yeah, Slewa. Eminem took a knee to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it's big, large mansions, you schmuck. <laughs> Curtis Sliwa standing by, about to come on. Thank you, Mr. Sliwa. Anytime, because you're my brother from another. Brother from another. Ebony and Ivory? Nah, we're your Rockland County Pomona, where even the lawn jockeys are white. <laughs> Curtis was coming up uh, very soon, folks. Let's go to Joe in Westchester County. Joe, help me out here. What's on your mind? Good morning, uh, Mr. Carter. Uh, I'm uh, calling with regard to, I guess, the congestion pricing, not that I guess, but BJ, an earlier caller, maybe about 20 minutes ago, he gave a pretty dark synopsis. Uh, that's the dark version of what's going on with the congestion pricing, in my opinion. I disagree with Governor Patterson. There is congestion in the city, but that's been self-inflicted with the bike lanes, the uh, pedestrian plazas, all the arrangements that were implemented during uh, beginning with Bloomberg and then going through to de Blasio, and they're continuing that further. Bloomberg is really the mastermind behind much of this congestion pricing and these issues, and that's the blueprint for the takeover of the city. It is a real estate takeover. BJ was correct in that. And it is driven against a lot of disparate groups that are very similar, the middle. There's the upper middle, middle middle, working class, etc. They are further pushing that out so they can do what you know is needed, which is a further land grab. Even though it's hard to believe that the main areas of New York City uh, have much land left to develop. Right, but that that's a they good point. Want all of it. Joe, I hear you. Thank you for the call. I'm trying to get as many calls in as I can before the top of the hour. Barbara in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Barbara, good morning. Hi, thank you very much, Dominic. Uh, this is regarding the shoplifting yes. that you were discussing earlier. Yes. Um, although I do not support that, which I see as, um, in effect, legalized shoplifting. I think that the attorneys generals in the various cities and the politicians who are responsible for allowing this are allowing this as a means of reparation for the mass unjust incarceration. You know what? You know what, Barbara? I I think you're correct. Please continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. I think you're on to something here. Thank you. Um, Over the years, one cannot deny the unjust mass incarceration over the years of the black people. And I feel that this is just a means of reparation. Well, the the only thing that I take exception to, Barbara, is that if if you're committing the crime, don't don't come whining after the fact. Don't that's that's the only thing that, that I, I differ with. Right. I, I do not support this at all. 
this response to it. No, but that is my observation. Well, it's a great observation, Barbara and Ridgewood. Thank you for the call. Let's stay in New Jersey. Maria, good afternoon, Maria. What's on your mind? Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm Dominic, um, Maria. Agree. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I agree with you with the shoplifters. I think they should definitely go to jail. And I blame every politician, Republicans and Democrats. Hey, they Maria, a- answer this for me. What is so hard with you committed the crime? You're going to Rikers. I'm locking you up. What's so hard about that? What is so hard about that? What's so hard? Just give it to them. Put them in jail and lock them up and start making sure that these people are paying for their crime. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely. Maria. I agree with you. There's a saying. Okay, it was all the mobsters used to say, you do the time, you do the crime, you got to do the time. Absolutely. Thank you for the call, Maria. Let's go to Alex in Brooklyn. Alex, what's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, thanks for taking the call. I got two things. One is you mentioned the border. So I was listening yesterday to CNN uh, because I, I watched both sides, and they had a reporter on talking about the border for once, and I think they talk about the trafficking and all the disasters and the crisis going on over there. But all they mentioned was that there was a national security guard that refused to give a pregnant woman that was coming across the border a water bottle, and they said that they treated her so unfairly, and they, and, and they even admitted that in the end, they gave her the water bottle, and then a guest came on and said, oh, that's like North Korea. They completely skipped over the sex trafficking and right. all the disgusting I hear you. things that are going I, I, on. I, I've I got, quickly I've got seconds Dominic. left. Go ahead, Alex. I've got all seconds right. left. Go ahead. About, the, about the, the shoplifting, the Democratic idea is so screwed up because it should all come down to having a functioning society. We can feel bad for the criminals, but here's the thing. If you allow the criminals to steal from the stores, the stores are going to shut down, and the criminals are not going to have where to steal from. And those exactly. that just want to buy with their money, they're exactly. not going to be able to buy from exactly. the stores. Exactly. Going to be open. exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Alex, for the comment. You're on point. He's correct. Folks, I'll be back again tomorrow, all this week, 10 a.m. to noon. But, of course, I'll be back tonight at midnight, midnight to 1 a.m. Do me a favor. I want you folks to have a lovely day. Coming up, James Flippin. Head news headlines, Bill O'Reilly, and of course, Curtis Lewa. I'll see you again tonight at midnight and tomorrow morning.